No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we consider how awesome the Lord's works are. We should behold them, make His praises heard, and bring our offerings. But if we regard iniquity in our hearts, then He won't hear. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. It's football season, and even though the stadiums may not be filled with real fans, we still hear the shouts of fans when we gather in our living rooms. And when your favorite team scores in the last few seconds to win the game, your exuberance cannot be contained. But it's just a game. Shouldn't we have the same untamed exuberance over the mighty and wonderful works of God? That is what Psalm 66 is all about. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. All the earth shall worship you and sing praises to you. They shall sing praises to your name. Selah. Stop and think about that. We should make a joyful shout to God. We really should. It should be something that just comes from us spontaneously when we are aware of the goodness of God and what he has done. And we should make his praise glorious. That is, we should do the best that we can to present him the best offering that we can of our worship because he is glorious. He is worthy of that. How awesome are your works. Now, considering the many works of God's mercy and his loving kindness, his answered prayer, but then also the mighty, awesome, fearful works of hurricanes and plagues and drought and uh, enemies coming in and destroying all of these things that God uh, does do or permit. Well, that should incite reverent fear in our hearts and cause us to worship him for all he does. Again, he is worthy of our praise. Now, he said, through the greatness of your power, your enemies will submit. It is true that almighty power does result in submission. But Charles Spurgeon said, power brings a man to his knee, but love alone wins his heart. And God seeks our love. He seeks that we would worship him out of a loving heart. Uh, it is true that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, but it is the love of God that causes us to want to serve him. All the earth shall worship you. This is the missionary call to global worship of the Lord and of his Christ. And it's what we seek ultimately in world missions, to bring everybody to that true worship of God, that worship in spirit and in truth that the Father is seeking. We do look forward to the day when the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea, according to Isaiah 11:9. Come and see the works of God. 
He is awesome in his doing toward the sons of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the river on foot. There we will rejoice in him. He rules by his power forever. His eyes observe the nations. Do not let the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. So come and see. Do you know that when Philip first met Jesus, he went to Nathanael and said, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Do you know that our job is simply to help people see who Jesus is and what he has done, both for us and also what he can do for them? If we will do that, Holy Spirit will do the rest. Now, the psalmist points out God's mighty works that were revealed in the exodus of Israel out of Egypt. They crossed the Red Sea as on dry ground. And then when they came to the river Jordan, the same thing happened. God stopped the river and they crossed on dry ground. God rules over all the nations. He is sovereign. Despite whatever political leaders may be in office, whoever gets voted in, uh, we have our, you know, candidates that we want to get into office. But, you know, ultimately God is sovereign over the nations. Therefore, it is foolish for the rebellious to exalt themselves, for they will ultimately give an account to God. It's foolish for them to rebel against God and his commandments, for they will ultimately give an account of themselves before God. Oh, bless our God, you peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard, who keeps our soul among the living and does not allow our feet to be moved. For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You've caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. Make the voice of his praise to be heard, the psalmist says. How blessed we were at the end of August to present the United Night of Worship at the Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell. We brought together several worship leaders from around the area, and we just spent the night singing praises to God there in downtown Caldwell. What a glorious time it was just to worship God together. God keeps our soul among the living. Hey, are you afraid of dying of COVID-19? Just remember that God is keeping your soul Every day among the living, all your days are in his hands and he won't allow your feet to be moved from this earth until he's ready to call you home. You have tested us and refined us as silver. God uses affliction in our lives to test us and to show us what is in our hearts and also so that he can cleanse us of sin. The refiner of silver knows his job is complete when he sees his own reflection in the silver. May God see his reflection in us. We want to become more and more like Jesus. 
You've caused men to ride over our heads. Now, people may ride over your head with their accusations and their contempt. But if your mind is set on God and on his promises, he will fill you with his perfect peace. We went through fire and water. Fire and water were used by Israel to purify the spoils of war. God will use the same to purify us. He may allow you to go through the fire as he did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the friends of Daniel, but he will be there with you and he will deliver you from it. Uh, He may cleanse you with water. He purifies us. He washes us with the water of the word, the Bible says. Why? So that we might bear the fruit of the kingdom. He allows us to go through fire and water so that he may ultimately enrich us. I will go into your house with burnt offerings. I will pay my vows, which my lips have uttered, and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer you burnt sacrifices of fat animals with the sweet aroma of rams. I will offer bulls with goats, selah. So he says, I will bring my offerings. Now the burnt offerings that they would bring of a bull, or a goat, or whatever. Uh, These were the offerings of consecration where the whole animal was given to God. It was an offering showing one's dedication to the Lord. We don't have a temple where we bring animal sacrifices, but we do offer our own bodies as that offering of consecration, as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, according to Romans 12.1. Then he said, I will pay my vows. Now, we as people have a tendency to make vows to God when we are in serious trouble and we need God's help. And we tell him, Lord, if you'll do this, I'll do this. I remember years ago, there was a movie called The End with Burt Reynolds. And uh, he decided that he was going to take his own life. And the way that he was going to do it was to swim out to the, in the ocean as far as he could. Well, when he got out there, he decided he really didn't want to take his own life. And so, uh, but he was scared. He couldn't get back to shore. So he, he told the Lord, listen, God, if you get me out of this, you know, I'll give you everything I have. Well, as he gets closer to shore, uh, that offer is changed. And finally he gets to the shore and he says, okay, Lord, I know I said I would do all this, but let's just call it good. We're good. Uh, and that's sort of the way people will do sometimes. They make vows when they're in trouble, but when God holds up his end of the bargain, they don't always hold up their end. If you make a vow, make sure that you hold up your end of the bargain. Come and hear, all you who fear God, and I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away from my prayer, nor his mercy from me. So earlier he said, come and see. Here he says, come and hear, you who fear God. Nothing compares to hearing the word of God, because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And it's through faith that we receive our salvation and we are sanctified through the hearing of the word of God as we put it into practice. I will declare what he has done for my soul. Now, this is why God does deliver us. He said in Psalm 50, 
Call to me in the day of trouble. I will answer you and you will glorify me. So when God does deliver us, we are to tell others about what the Lord has done. Declare his mighty works. If I regard iniquity in my heart, then the Lord will not hear. Warren Wiersbe writes, The verb regard means to recognize and to cherish, to be unwilling to confess and forsake known sins. It means approving that which God condemns. When we recognize sin in our hearts, we must immediately judge it, confess it, and forsake it. Otherwise, the Lord can't work on our behalf. And that's what it says. God may not hear our prayers if we are regarding or cherishing sin in our hearts. We're not dealing with it. We're making a pact with sin or we're playing with it rather than looking at it the way God does. And that's what we need to do. We need to get on the same side of our sin as God is, meaning that we don't make any provision for it. We hate it. Finally, he says, certainly God has heard me. And that's the beautiful thing. He said, look, I didn't regard sin in my heart. I got rid of it. I confessed it before God. He cleansed it. And now God has heard my prayer. He's answered me. And he's here to bring the praises to God, to declare the mighty works of God, to shout with joy and exuberance over the goodness of God and all the wonderful things that he has done. And may we do the same thing. May we lift up our needs to God. May we offer ourselves to God, keeping our vows. But when God comes through, let us remember to give him praise and to tell others. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow we will look at Psalms 67 and 68, which praise the Lord for His righteous judgment and blessings, and also for setting the lonely in families. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible